Hey guys, if you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that helps you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money out of your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, this is 30 Minutes with Phoenix, a personal journal style podcast. On this podcast, you'll be listening to various topics that interest me, which will include issues surrounding health, African culture and society, with my friends sharing honest, open conversations. You should listen if you're a strong believer of awesome friendship and value honest, intriguing conversations about Africa from young Africans. On this episode, I have with me Mr. Chidioke Chukwekem. He is a pharmacist, writer, motivational speaker, and a personal development coach. He is a graduate of the University of Port Harcourt. Mr. Chidioke has been an inspiration to a lot of people. Well, his influence began and grew starting from his time as a national executive of the National Fellowship of Christian Pharmacy Students, after which he moved on to start an online seminar titled Let's Talk. Apart from that, he has been involved directly in mentoring a handful of people into becoming better versions of themselves and also growing their potential. Although his career as a motivational speaker and a personal development coach is still at its infancy, he is still determined and focused to reach more people, influence more lives and help them to realize who they are, why they are here on earth and how to achieve their purpose while on earth. Okay, good evening. Awesome. Good. I read your profile and it says that your pharmacist are right motivational speaker and a personal development coach and I'm just curious about your transitioning from those four personalities I was wondering if you could just uh, tell tell us about that your transitioning okay um basically the transition into the profile you just read now was quite okay. a um, let me say it was not as organized as many people would think it was um, it actually morphed into what it ended up being so I will start with the motivational speaker part or the speaker area because I actually began speaking before I became a pharmacist so it was the first thing I engaged in that is on that list there which is motivational speaking so okay. basically um, I realized my flair for speaking quite early in life with the whole being in debate clubs in school secondary school and all of that so I got to understand that I had this flair for speaking without having to undergo so much training so I decided to actually take up that part and train myself in that area while I was in the university then um while I was training as a motivational speaker, or as a speaker generally, as a public speaker, I was not really trained as a motivational speaker. I was just taking courses on public speaking and stuff like that. I now ended up finishing pharmacy school, which now that made me a pharmacist, and then became a speaker, certified speaker actually. And that was, it was in that journey, in that place where I was a speaker and a pharmacist that I actually discovered that I had this thing for helping people discover themselves because I, I found that 
that difficult for myself while I was a young person, you understand? I'm being young okay. and kind of lost. You don't actually know what next to do because there's so much thing, so many things out there. Everybody just wants to like get you to do their own thing. So I decided to help other young people navigate those waters because I was there and decided to choose what I felt was right for me. So I decided to help young people to navigate those waters and that actually now led me to start pursuing a career in personal development for young people because I believe that if they develop themselves, their value system, they'll be able to choose and not being influenced by so many external factors that are out there but choose from within themselves what they actually really want to do, not minding what people think is popular, what people think is right, what people think is there for them. So that was how the journey culminated into Chijo again being a pharmacist, public speaker, writer and um, personal development coach. Yeah. Okay, so you were first um, motivational speaker before you became a pharmacist, right? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong though. Yes, yes. How have you been managing such responsibilities of the personality with being a pharmacist, which our have to assume that that should be your number one priority? Yeah, it right? is. So how have you been managing the responsibilities from having this full personality? Okay, um, basically, um, being a pharmacist is like my full-time job. It's my full-time, okay. it's my life. It's my full-time job. So I found a way to build the other personalities around the central core, which is being a pharmacist. So the pharmacist is like like the foundation, the baseline. That is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Being a pharmacist and practicing and actually pursuing a career in that arena. But now these other personalities and fabrics of myself, I had to build them around being a pharmacist. So let's say, for instance, I I, I, I have a speaking engagement or whatever, online or whatever. I have to schedule it in such a way that it does not interfere with my pharmacy profession. So it ends up making me lose some engagements, but actually it does not really bother me because I have to find my value as pharmacist first before these other fabrics of myself follow. Now for the writing stuff I write basically on my own time so there's a schedule for that every day so it doesn't really affect my master profession so I can do that at night when everybody's asleep that's when I write best. Other areas I try to just schedule. It's down to just scheduling myself to build these other fabrics around the pharmacy profession. What happens most times is that when there is no core like this is actually my main thing then you start pursuing every other thing as if it is your main thing then you now jumble up everything that gets all messed up but I decided I come to realize that mass is the main thing for me while every other thing has to be built on top of that bedrock or foundation of being a pharmacist yeah Yes, I, I, I read, I just recently read that quit being a tech talk and I find it really fascinating and I was wondering what motivated you to have this book written and then publish, not minding if it was going to be successful or not, you know, okay. as a young uh, pharmacist. Yeah, um, when I started writing, when I wanted, when I got the idea to write that book, it was actually, um, I would, let me tell you the whole story about how I came about the book. Well, I was in okay. 400 level, I was school okay. and um, it just came to me that because it just came to me that um okay a lot of people just allow their life to pass them by and all of that so that was when the book came actually quit being a spectator because i was tired of seeing people just watching their life passing by not actually living just existing for mm, yeah so i wanted to write a book at that time but then i myself started existing and not living so i never wrote a word in that about the book i just had the title down it was just there i didn't write anything on it until i was doing my internship that was like two years later from 400 level then something was like that came back to me again but like you actually just went through your life um 
living exactly what you wanted to solve. Like the problem I wanted to solve with that book was what now happened to me where I was just existing and not living. You know, this is from introduction. The last I wrote that book when I was in my internship. So yeah, I, I noticed. I noticed that yeah, it was it was that at that point I was like, yeah, you have actually not been living your life. You are just on autopilot. The whole um, internship salary plus all that money that was coming just got into my head. I just left everything I was supposed to do in my life and the book. I even abandoned the project and all of that. So I was like, okay, guy, you really have to write this book because you have been plagued with this stuff and I found a way out of it because then I really discovered a way out of it because I was doing the end of my internship. So I now decided now author the book using what I have experienced and I have seen other young people experience to actually bring a solution to all of that and how that can stop happening. Yeah. Your book, I must say, like I said before, it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I read it. It took me like two days or less to read the book, and the book really gave a detailed, practical steps on how to quit being a spectator. And yeah. one thing that I love about it is the honesty that you put in the book. As in, you could tell that yes, you were once a spectator, and then you made practical steps in getting yourself out of being a spectator. Yeah in life and the choice of words are really really good and they are really inspiring and how has been the support for such um for that book initially when i wrote the book it's right well it those who got it who bought it then but because it was, it was an ebook i did not make a, co- a hard copy of it so there was that is my sister, but i intentionally stopped marketing the book now, oh, one man yeah. asked why. Because at that point, I wanted to just, at this point, I'm the point I'm building my personal brand. So, once my yeah. personal brand is down and settled, I intend to actually publish the book as a hard copy with a different cover, actually, because that cover that I used was actually a dead cover with <laughs> a different cover. <laughs> And uh, okay. actually market the book. You understand? So I'm not actually going to put on marketing the book. Those who got the book are just those in my circle of influence. Just got the book and they were like, wow, it's an amazing book. So lately I discovered that it was an amazing book. I was like, no, guy, calm down. Market this book when you are really ready to really market this book. So that is why you have not actually heard a lot about it because I'm not actually putting okay. into marketing the book real well. And I plan to actually revise it and update it because I've grown within those two, within these last few months. And okay. If I now get it out there as a full blown book, yeah. Mm, interesting. And I even forgot to even ask you when was the book written, by the way? The book when? was written in 2019. Okay, 2019. Started writing beginning of 2019, finished writing it around August 2019, so around six, seven months. And then it was published, it got out for the first time around September. Awesome. about uh, quit being a spectator um, the first few pages emphasized on readers to have an open mind in order to unlock the possibilities to quit being a spectator and I noticed that a lot of my friends and colleagues are not willing to have an open mind either based on religion or sentiment I don't really know but and when I try to compare that with my profession, our profession, by the way, pharmacists, yeah. I see that see why we are struggling to make a solid mark, and also um, in the health system as well. 
And I think your passion, drive, and belief, including ideas, needs to be recognized and supported immensely as well. So do you think we can influence people, most especially the youth, the young pharmacists, to have an open mind? Because without this, I don't think you can make any meaningful impact to people becoming aware and accepting that your idea of you preaching um, quit being a spectator and what you strongly believe in, how can this really influence us as young pharmacists? Okay, um, basically is the issue of an open-mindedness is a very big issue, especially in our continent and when I say, I've not lived anywhere in Africa before, so I would say Nigeria is actually a very big issue, especially in our profession where most people just stick with what they know for a very long time without actually trying to find out is there actually more or am I actually cutting myself off from, from more that is out there. So I think that the first thing that one one has to do to actually get people to open up their minds is to first of all show them the possibilities. Now um I have come to realize that a lot of people like that when they see results, like you have had results in your life, they are not like ah guy, how do you do it? But most times when they ask how do you do it, what they want is like two steps or three steps. They don't actually understand that there has to be a total mental overhaul. So once a person yeah. is able to produce those results first, this which is what I've done doing my life, produce those results first. I mean, like, ah, this guy is quite different to what is his secret now. That is when they will now come craving to know what made you who you are, where, what, like, the impact you have made, what is the secret behind it. That is when you now start having the influence because of your of the track record that you have to now start telling them that now you have to now open your mind to newer ways of doing things, other perspectives. We don't have to keep practicing pharmacy like this. We don't have to keep doing this stuff like this. These things we are doing are old, they are mundane, they are outdated. It does not work. They have to create systems and different ideologies to manage patients and all of that because telling you the healthcare system in this country is something else. I don't like, I think I was talking to Ezwani, you interviewed her before, Ezwani at the time. Yeah, she was like, I don't like, like discussing the health sector. It used to give me a dick. One just has to do something that is quite different. And when they see that this thing is working, they'll be like, guy, how do you do? That's when this influence can start coming. So I think that the only way that I do them do this is to show them, is to just produce the result. Uh, really? And you think that will really work by <laughs> just uh is there no way you can, um, apart from you showing them, is there no way you can really influence or, I don't know, is there no other alternative? Because people now are just so lackadaisical about things, about life, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, is there no other way? Well, the other way is to um, use words, which is what I've discovered okay. of how powerful words are. Now, first of all, you can paint a picture for the person and tell him that this is your attitude now that's like this has consequences. <laughs> has consequences. I think why most people are like a guy is because they have not actually come in touch with the consequence of what they are doing. Let me give you an instance. If somebody jumps down from a house now and knows that it's going to die, that's why you don't see people jumping out of houses. But when they make a wrong decision now in their age, it takes like 10, 20 years for a person to see the effect of that decision. So because the effect of some bad choices being made at the young age is not showing immediately, that's why a lot of people don't actually know that they're making wrong choices. So it's to like paint that picture and show them that, see, this is what has happened to those before us. Look at the choices they made, which is similar to what things that you are making now. And look at how they ended up. Do you want to end up there? I believe painting those pictures with words can actually evoke 
them to actually open their minds to change and transformation. As I said, words are very powerful and continually repeating them actually gets implanted in the person's subconscious and I believe that it's from there that the person starts evaluating their value system. Nobody can really change any other person except the person decides to change. So the only thing we can do is to give them that message of change which when they effectively, when it is continually replayed in their subconscious, then we hope that one day they will catch on and be changed. That's how somebody can go for an event and then witness transformation. Not because that event was thing that transformed him, but a backlog of other events. That event was just the thing that pushed him over the edge. So that is what I just believe that can be done. The second one, apart from showing them by telling them over and over and over again, preaching the message, advocating over and over again until it gets implanted in the subconscious. And that transformation that we hope to see begins to happen. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And would you advise uh, individuals, young individuals, to be vocal in everything about life, as in to be active about everything that affects them in the world? Or would you advise them to pick a particular struggle and then be active? Because for me, I don't like involving myself with politics. Anything controversial, I really don't like involving myself with things that are really controversial. So for you, would you advise people to just be um, vocal? That'd be a way of saying, yes, you quit being a spectator, you know, just picking up things and then vocal and speaking your mind about random things. Maybe it does not really concern you, but you just believe, okay, I want to quit being a spectator so i'll have to be vocal about things and then being active about random things that not necessarily involve you no the captain no actually the okay. act of speaking about everything actually it takes you back to being a spectator <laughs> because you cannot okay. be talking about everything you're not a bad person okay. when you keep talking yeah. about everything people will be like okay this is just ranting he's just anywhere the trend goes he goes anywhere the the water flows the guy flows now the concept behind being a spectator is that if you notice at the middle of the book i moved into having a personal vision for yourself. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. That is the place where it all begins. You picking your battles. What are the things that matter to you? Name yourself for an instance. What matters to me, basically, is the personal development of young people. That is the thing that matters to me. What the government is doing is not my fight. They are people who are fighting that and I appreciate them and I support them in any way I can. If they need finances or, or anything, I can support them. But that is not my battle. I've picked my fight. I've picked what I, I term as my personal life vision. And also, the second thing that I'm really passionate about is actually transforming the healthcare sector, especially the pharmaceutical sector, and meeting it down to the community pharmacy sector. I have a lot of things in mind to actually do in the community sector to make it different from what we are doing right now in this country. So, these are the things that concern me. And these are the things I plan my life around and set goals around. So, when I do this, I now know that I am not existing. I am living why? For a purpose. Because I want to make these changes in these areas. Not being a spectator does not mean talking about everything. It means speaking your life vision, having a direction for your life, and actually focusing on those things that matter to you, that align with your personal values, and doing them. Wow, that is interesting. Do you think the healthcare system will ever be recognized as a good thing? Because right now, the healthcare system is something that I don't really like involve myself in. But do you think the Nigerian healthcare system will ever improve? <sighs> Seriously, with the way it is and now, it's looking almost impossible and an peculiar fight. But I'm a big fan of doing my own part and leaving the rest because um, the healthcare system is basically a government issue or a, will I say, a policy problem. And 
I as an individual may not be able to influence the policy because I'm not in the House of Representatives, I'm not in politics. You understand? So yeah. what I can do as a person is to find, as I said, I'm niching down to community pharmacy, something that I can actually handle. Is to niche down and practice community pharmacy the way it's supposed to be practiced and show the Nigerian people how they are supposed to be treated in community pharmacy. And that is my own part. If every other person decides to take up that and continue, then we can build from there and maybe influence the upper part of the healthcare system. But I, for one, now, with the way the country is going and the kind of policies we are bringing out, <laughs> the future looks bleak, but I hope that the younger people will actually wake up and do something differently from those who are before us. Yeah. Mm, and by the way, you have a community known as a Kems Network, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, recently I joined that uh, network and I'm still trying to get and understand what this community is all about. Okay. And um, basically, the mm, Kems Network community is just a personal development forum where we discuss before I formed that community I, I actually asked those who already follow, follow me on family and all of that whether they would like a community where we can just discuss different things and also different things pertaining to special leadership self-development and also bring other people who can teach them various skills so if you notice on that group most things we discuss there are personal development and also skill acquisition um, we have had about six sessions or so where somebody has talked about social media skills, somebody about podcasting and stuff like that. So that's just basically what the, that particular community on WhatsApp is all about. Just a place where young people come every Sunday, just a Sunday series and just get one or two things to run for, to run with during that week. But Ekems Network itself as a whole framework is basically a non-governmental organization that is geared towards personal development it's a non-governmental organization it's an ngo and um it just get towards personal development and youth youth personal development that is the word i'm looking for youth it's basically for young people and for their personal development that is what a camps network as a whole is about but that community on whatsapp is just a place where come on Sundays, we learn, we acquire new knowledge, new skills, new insights, and then we run for the week with it. Next Sunday, we recap, and then we move from there. That's basically what the Camps Network is about. But you also have the network on Facebook, right? Yeah. Does it does it align with the WhatsApp focus as well? Yeah, the network on Facebook is, you know, the WhatsApp um, ground is where we get speakers, or I speak, and all of that, but the place on Facebook is where everybody in the community just gets the chance to share their thoughts, like okay you now get a chance to make your own post share your own thoughts and then people can interact and engage and we all grow together and that's just basically what the facebook community is for yeah and what's the hope for a camps network community in the future what are you saying that you could derive from a camps network community in the future now in the future for me for that community i really believe that at the end of the day we'll be able to build them a very sophisticated framework where we actually really do hands-on physical trainings where we want people because um with the way the world is going now there's a very high demand for soft skills and this is something that high institutions are not teaching um okay. we're not teaching soft skills now in universities so ekms network community is coming to bridge that gap where somebody comes out of universities looking at is lost but with that community and the framework we are planning to build we already have a team of around 30 people so with the framework we are planning to build is just that place where whether you're in university or out or even before you're at university you can go through our framework and our infrastructure and get soft skills that's going to make you stand out from every other person who is just going into university to get head knowledge those skills will equip you to 
be better and more relevant to the 21st century that we are in because we have shifted, we have moved. I don't know that a lot of people have realized that we have moved, but the young person in this country, I actually checked up to 60 or 50% of young people in this country don't understand that the world has moved. We are still depending on the old tactics and the old mechanisms. But Ekans Network framework, I see it as a place where that mind shifting will happen and those soft skills will be given to those people and they will now be better suited to fit into the framework of where we are going to a world that is filled with robots and artificial intelligence that is what i envisage for this network yeah yeah interesting thank you so much for accepting the invitation once again but i was wondering is there any other thing that you would like to say or add to this central message i would like to put out there is basically to um get around to actually just believe in themselves and not seek yeah. for external validation because when you keep seeking for external validation you keep being torn between what others want you to do and what you really want to do and then your life gets all messed up and confused so just believe in yourself and what you want to do with your life and actually be committed to doing it in the beginning you may look like you're wasting your time but as the as the effect compounds you begin to see the result of the choice that you make now um for my social media handles well i'm on instagram okay on instagram you can person can just follow us on eclipse network as an a, a an instagram handle you can follow eclipse network then my personal instagram handle is uh, the content guru because i'm a content creator so that's content writer content creator so that's actually my instagram handle the content guru now for facebook chukwe kemchi joke just search chukwe kemchi joke on facebook and I'll be my name will pop up it's quite a unique name so we are not too dear so Chukwe Kem Chijoke so that's it that's it I searched I'm not Chukwe Kem Chijoke on Facebook so once you search Chukwe Kem Chijoke you'll see my name there on Facebook for Twitter it's Chukwe Kem C Chukwe Kem C on Twitter okay so that's the results on our social media handles finally from us here we'd like to and also let you know that we are really impressed by your daily content and community that you have built so far your passion and drive is something that every young pharmacist should emulate because we here can count a handful of young pharmacists that have such drive and content and a lot of us are just at the background doing nothing we are great but we are doing nothing about our greatness for some reasons best known to us I don't know but we hope that you keep it up and your Ekems community network got feed on it and we hope hopefully the vision will be established thank you pharmacist Chijoke for your time Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. So guys, for our next episode, a friend of mine, Ms. Gloria Lawrence, will be joining me as we will be delving into an interesting topic. Now, we'll be taking it from another angle, actually. We'll be talking about relationship and finance. Yes, I'm excited about it. And Gloria, I know she's excited about it as well. So let's see how that goes. Please, guys, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram and Twitter handle at 30MWTX back will be really appreciated come on guys just a tiny bit of feedback please we really appreciate it although we've gotten a whole lot of feedback we're hope, hoping to get more though yes we're hoping to get more so that's all folks for this episode next month we'll be having a guest like i said miss gloria so guys stay safe and see you on next episode ciao this is an initiative of pxavia corporation